to a new episode of the Kentucky 15. We took a little bit of a break here as the summer fun rolled in, but with the cats back in action in the Bahamas, we here at the Kentucky 15, we're back. We're ready to give you some new content. As always, each episode is 15 minutes or less. Quick and easy for your enjoyment, and the time starts now. All right, so the Kentucky Wildcats' first game in the Bahamas was against the Dominican Republic Select Team. This is not an indication of how the Cats will do this year. Now, the Dominican team has former D1 players and some pros overseas, but this is not the caliber of team Kentucky will see, you know, especially in their non-conference game that is loaded, uh, but also in the SEC. However, it is a good first showing for Kentucky, and it does give us some good basketball tidbits to break down. So, in no particular order, I'm going to give you five tidbits, five things that I really thought stood out last night. Number one, um, Kentucky fans were probably left at, with that game wanting to see more of C.J. Frederick, see more of a Terio. Now, we knew that they were on kind of a quote-unquote pitch count, that they were going to be playing limited minutes. You know, uh, Terio has some growing pains. Literally, he he's going to grow to be 6'10", and, you know, we're easing C.J. back into game shape, okay? But there was a lot to like about both of these players last night. Defensively, I thought both of them were really good. You know, Terio, we saw him rotate and get steals. He actually led the team with three blocks. Um, but C.J. Frederick, for someone who think is just a shooter, I was actually really impressed with the way he chased his man off screens. Uh, he was good at getting narrow and, and not getting clobbered by screens, but being able to, to kind of get through them on his man's hip. He was getting his hand in there on you know dribble handoffs. I, I thought he used angles well. I was really impressed with C.J. Frederick on the defensive side of it. Okay, Now, they both can shoot it. We know CJ is probably the best shooter on the team. Uh, I think he made 16 in a row, uh, you know, in one of their warm-up nights. I think Kentucky had a video posted of that. Uh, Tiro actually hit a three last night. He was one for one. Uh, so they can both shoot it. They're both good passers. I, I was really impressed with that, okay? So I, I know Kentucky fans are wanting more than, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. You know, kind of that, they're on that limit. Um, they're wanting to see them more. And I think you will this year. Uh, C.J. Frederick, especially if he stays healthy, I think you'll see him quite a bit. Again, he can really shoot the ball. He can guard. Uh, he does not turn the ball over. And obviously, he's going to help space the floor on offense. Uh, Tiro, you know, I, I think we will see him. I don't think you'll see him more than 10 to 15 minutes per game, but I think you will see him uh, kind of in, you know, uh, maybe in Tiro's first year, kind of like a Dominique Hawkins kind of role. I think he'll come in. He'll kind of be a defensive stopper who can get out and score in transition and who can knock down an open three. Okay, so I think Cats fans will like both of these. Uh, something else that stood out to me would be shot blocking. Now, I thought that was a very impressive aspect of the game last night. You had Toppin, you had Damian Collins, you had Chris Livingston, you had Big Oscar, you have Tyrio. They're all right there altering shots and ready to, to block shots. Like I said, Tyrio actually led the team with three blocks. Uh, he played, like I said, he didn't even get more than 15 minutes of the game, and he leads the team with three blocks in that game. As a team, the Cats had 10 blocks. Now, this is quite literally taking points off the board, right? So when Toppin twice chased down guys in transition and blocked them at the rim, that's four points off the board, right? Uh, you guys all probably remember a few years back when LeBron James chased down Andre Iguodala in the NBA championship game, and he blocked you know, Iguodala's um, would-be dunk at the rim. 
that helped win the NBA championship for Cleveland, for LeBron. Okay, so we know how important it is to have shot blockers. You know, Anthony Davis and Nerlens before he went down and Willie Colley. And it looks like this team doesn't just have one absolute stud blocker, but they've got, you know, four, maybe five guys, depending on if Wheeler is in, that, that can all contest shots at the rim. This is big. Uh, number three, I had Antonio Reeves. Okay, We've heard reports from this summer that his game is a lot further along than most in the program expected. We've heard that he is one of the, the top scorers, one of the best guys with the ball in his hands. Okay, uh, He's coming into UK further along than what Kellen Grady was. Um, according to most of these reports, he's just in a much better spot than most people were giving him credit for. Uh, okay, so let's think about this. He has length. He's got athleticism. He can handle the ball. He's really good coming off ball screens. How about last night's game? He was four for five from three-point land. Four for five. He made a couple of those coming off ball screens. I, I One time, uh, he threw the ball. The He made a post-entry pass into Oscar on the block. Then Reeves relocated to the corner. Oscar kicked it back out, hit, hit the three. That's going to really space the floor for Kentucky. So if you ever get in a situation where you've got Reeves out there with C.J. Frederick, I mean, again, we're talking about two really good shooters who can space the floor. That's a lot more room for Severe Wheeler to operate. That's a lot more room for Oscar in the post. Okay, So, you know, spacing is going to be really, really key this year, and Reeves looks like he's going to help with that. Uh, he did not score inside the three-point line last night, but you can definitely see that he has that in his game. The way he got downhill on a couple of ball screens, the way he got downhill on a couple of these dribble handoffs, he ended up kicking the ball, passing the ball. Uh, but you can see he can definitely get into the paint, and he's going to be able to hopefully get to the free-throw line for maybe five, six you know, free throws any given game. Um I would expect the ball to be in his hands plenty this year, maybe more than most Kentucky fans would expect. Um, we can't judge too much, obviously, on, on just that game last night, but he does look pretty comfortable with his, the ball in his hands, and he does look really good coming off ball screens. So I would expect to see the ball in his hands quite a bit. Uh, Jacob Toppin is number four for me. Get ready to see a lot of Toppin this year. You know, last year, I think, you know, Cal did show a little loyalty and maybe a little bit of a longer leash to Keon Brooks. I think you had a lot of Kentucky fans who probably thought Toppin should have had more minutes last year anyhow, but those minutes will be his this year, and I think Toppin will have a longer leash this year, just like Brooks had last year. Toppin can guard all five spots on the floor, and I think that's what is really, really key, okay? So you think it's somebody like Willie Cauley-Stein for sure, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist for sure. No, he can guard all five spots on the floor. Multiple times last night, he was guarding the primary ball handler, somebody who was, you know, four or five inches shorter than him. Uh, we we saw him last year guard Paolo Bencaro, okay? He can guard, he can get in there on the block in the post, and he can guard the big guys. I was really impressed with his rotations. He rotated from the weak side to help um, on drives, you know, baseline drives, to help on post-ups. He has a really high defensive IQ, and he was scrambling. He was flying around. He was using his length. Uh, I was really impressed with him on the defensive side. He'll be electric in transition, and he knows this, okay? I think he's really going to sprint the floor hard. I think he's going to work to get out into passing lanes. I think he's going to work to get defensive rebounds and push the ball because he knows he is a highlight reel. He knows he, he's going to have some bright lights on him anytime he has the ball and he's rising up, okay? He can dunk on you. He can dunk around you. He can dunk through you. He can dunk uh, 360 
You know, the last line is kind of goofy footed 360. He's electric in transition. And so I think you're really going to see him push the pace and sprint ahead. I would look for maybe top end, I don't know, somewhere like um, eight points per game, maybe six to eight rebounds per game, a couple seals and a couple blocks. You know, uh, our, our, our boy... Dick Vitale likes to call it the stat sheet stuffers, right? I, I think that's Jacob Toppin. And, you know, there's definitely a role in the NBA for that. And so I don't think you'll really see him specialize in anything, but to see him be really, really good at as many things as possible. Last thing I have here is Chris Livingston. Now, hear me out. I'm going to ask you a question. Based on last night's game only, okay? So don't worry about his highlight reels and stuff like that. Based on last night's game only, who do you think Livingston is a better version of, of which previous Kentucky player? So previous Kentucky players who, who you know, did go off to the NBA, did go off to play pro basketball, you know, who had high expectations. Livingston is a better version of blank. Okay, and I'm going to tell you what I what I saw based on last night's game. I think he's exactly the type of player we wanted Alex Poitras to be. He has that big frame. He he has strength, right? He has athleticism. He can fly high in the air. He can finish through contact. He can make shots. I think he is a better version of Alex Poitras. Okay, he was three for four from three last night. He can shoot the rock. Three for four from three last night at that size. Again, you're talking about offensive spacing and how much it's going to help the game. You got Reeves out there shooting well. You got C.J. Frederick out there shooting well. You got uh, Livingston out there shooting well. Uh, and Wallace hit a three last night. So it's good to see these guys, especially big body guys like Livingston. It's good to see them spacing the floor, stretching that, that floor. He had eight rebounds last night. So again, you're talking about a guy... Who who has this big body, this big frame, the, who the strong dude? But not only is he grabbing eight rebounds, but he's sprinting the floor, he's getting assists, and he's shooting three for four from three. I think if Livingston can use this game as any kind of projection, any kind of arc for his progress, I think you kind of see him as um, again a better version of Alex Poitras. Maybe the Alex Poitras. BBN really thought he was going to be, you know, coming into the program, coming in his freshman year, you know, uh, McDonald's All-American in a stud, okay? Now, again, I, I'm not going to jump the gun here. I'm telling you right away, you can't put too much stock into what we saw last night. But if we are evaluating this team, if we are evaluating these individual players on last night's game, that's what I saw, okay? I, I saw a C.J. Frederick that we need to have on the floor. I saw a Tyrio that is much further along than than anybody thought, especially for, what was he, a two-star, three-star when we signed him? You know, you got Livingston, who looks like he can be a better version of Alex Poitras. You got Toppin, who looks like he's going to be the leader. He's going to be the vocal guy. Uh, he's going to be the energy guy. Everyone's going to feed off of his movement and, and, and his passion for the game. Uh, you got Reeves, who, again, it it sounds like is further along than Kellen Grady when he came in. Kellen Grady was a 3,000-point scorer. You know, Reeves is he's, – he's a stud, okay? And, and I think we're going to see a lot more of Reeves than, than – you know, a lot of these podcasts, a lot of these shows, a lot of these bloggers, you know, Reeves is kind of the forgotten guy, okay? And, and last night, um, he definitely looked like he needs some more attention. And then again, last thing is, this Kentucky team has a really, really good skill set, uh, really good physical, you know, length to take points off the board. And again, what I mean by that is blocking shots. That It's not just one or two guys, it's four or five guys who can really meet you at the rim and eliminate those points off the board.
As always, this is the Kentucky 15. Again, 15 minutes or less every single episode. You know, there's no there's no ads, there's no promotions kicking in here. Uh, get you in and out as quickly as I can. So 15 minutes, Kentucky's game one against the Dominican Republic last night in the Bahamas. Go Cats.